our responsibility is to support the Jewish people. Whoever can come to Israel to visit should. The mere fact that you see people who are willing to come and visit and say an encouraging word and spend a few dollars, that, that, that builds the morale, not to feel abandoned. The state of Israel is built upon emunah, upon faith. So we have to believe in ourselves. We have to believe that the God of Israel will not abandon us. That's the test. And welcome to Torah Talks Chazak's Tuesday night program with special guests. We have with us all the way from Eretz HaKodesh from Israel, Rabbi Beryl Wein, Shlita Baruch Rabbi Wein, how's the Rabbi feeling? How are you doing? Baruch Hashem. Thank good. Thank you. What a merit it is to have the Rabbi join us on Torah Talks. And we're going to be speaking about current events. And uh, we usually ask a little bit of background about the rabbi, but everybody knows about the great uh, Rabbi Barrow Wine and the Sfarim and the Shirim and the history. So uh, we're going to jump straight into it. Uh, rabbi, we all know that we're living in crazy times. It's uh, Ayli Yaakov. Um, you know, what happened on Simchat Torah on, uh, on Shemini Atzeret in Eretz HaKodesh in Israel on October 7th is in everyone's minds, even though it was well over 100 days since uh, that horrific terrorist attack. Uh, the rabbi could... We're in the Chef. middle of a war here. There's no question we're in the middle of a war. And unfortunately, a war always entails casualties. The question is, do we have the staying power to win this thing? Because that's what it takes. The only thing that it takes is staying power. Not to stop in the middle and not to be seduced by all sorts of ideas, you know, humanitarian, this, that, all of that is baloney. So the question is staying power, and unfortunately Israel has uh, uh, within it uh, an element of the people uh, that is very political and does not have staying power, and it is being pushed by the United States that always pushes, it has this fantasy of a two-state solution which never will exist. So it's a difficult time. It's a difficult time psychologically and emotionally and spiritually. And, uh, you know, what does God want from us? What does he want? That's exactly my next question, Rabbi One. What What is our duty, what is our responsibility at these difficult times, at the time of war? Our responsibility is to support the Jewish people. At all costs, and against all ideas. Not to waver. Not not to be, uh, not to care what UNRWA says. And that's a hard, uh, a very hard task because we are so uh, influenced and prejudiced by uh, media and by uh, preset ideas, etc. The state of Israel is built upon emunah, upon faith. So we have to believe in ourselves. We have to believe that the God of Israel will not abandon us. 
and that's uh, uh, that's the test. And all of the Jewish people are in the mix here. It's not just the uh, people who live here. It's everybody all over the world. And Queens also. 100%. We feel it, Rabbi Wine, and uh, all over the world we feel it. And uh, we're praying, we're davening, we're reading Tehillim. Is there any more concrete ideas that the Rav could share with our broad audience for those that are not... Whoever can come to Israel to visit should. That helps the economy, that helps the support, that that helps... Helps the morale. The morale. The mere mere fact that you see people who are willing to come and visit and and, uh, and say an encouraging word and spend a few dollars, that, that, that builds the morale. This is a question of morale, a question of staying power, not to feel abandoned. I had someone that visited Eretz Yisrael in Israel, and he told me that the matzah, of the situation over there, the positivity in a sense, was on a high compared to what the matzah of the situation is in America. I agree with that. I agree with that, because the exile is always more depressing. It's always the fact that you know that you're living under the rule of others. Mm. It's that you don't have a, a voice in uh, determining your future, determined by others, political parties, elections, all sorts of things. Uh, I, uh, I uh, he, you know, the the main thing here is that it's ain't very right. We don't have much of a choice, right? Right. So uh, things become very clear when you don't have choices. Yeah, it's like that famous story of the war of the of the general that uh, took his army on on boats to a certain you know war zone, and he burnt down the boats. Right. Then you have to do it. You have to do it. You have to go all out. Rabbi Barrow Weinschlita, many people are discussing, you know, especially during Corona, I felt like there was a bigger discussion about it, the topic of Aliyah, making Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael, to Eretz HaKodesh. I should think that that should be the goal of Jews, especially observant Jews. This is a Jewish life here. No matter how uh, Jewish the life is in America, and it is in many places, here it's a Jewish life uh, th- through and through. And you are helping build the future of the Jewish people. The, you can't, the future of the Jewish people is certainly not in the exile any longer. The exile is clothing down. You see wow. it in front of your eyes. What about the situation about uh, many people take into consideration, you know, of course, there's Parnassah, the livelihood. Oh, everything. Everything is true. There's a problem of Parnassah, of having, of making a living. There's a problem of education. There's a problem of uh, adjusting to a different type of mentality. You will always be an immigrant here. You will never be an Israeli. You'll never speak Hebrew the way they speak it. <laughs> All of that is true. So what? So what? So the Rav says, put all that to the side. Well, I can only say that, you know, that 
from my own personal experience. I can only talk for myself. I've never felt as Jewish as I do here. Wow. And I've never, uh, you know, been so satisfied with life. Even though we have, uh, even though uh, I, on October 7th, I went in the bomb shelter eight times. Wow. Where, 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 how long ago did the Rav uh, make Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael? And where is currently the Rabbi living? I made official Aliyah 30 years ago, and I made permanent Aliyah 27 years ago. Interesting. What's the difference? Sorry. For three years, I went back and forth. I, I, ah. I still uh, I still was the Rav in Muncie, etc. So I went back and forth for a few months. And where is the Rav currently living in Eretz Israel, in Israel? Shalim. Yerushalayim, Erekodesh. Wow, that's amazing. Chavia. Chavia. Very, very, very nice. So, so, so Rabbi Barrowwein, uh, many of us in America... We feel like uh, <clears throat> the situation in Eretz Yisrael, many people tell this to me, you know, they're, 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 like the Rav just encouraged them to go visit. They feel like, uh, for, for quote-unquote, for lack of better words, dangerous. With the war going on, with terrorists around us, what message could you tell people that think like that? It's always dangerous to be a Jew. So the rabbi is saying it makes no difference if you're in Israel, if you're in America. I would say that you in New York are more afraid to walk on the street at 10 o'clock at night than we in Israel are at any time. <laughs> so it depends how you measure danger. How about the fact that it says that that the land of Israel is... So that's the truth. The truth of the matter is that the land of Israel is acquired through uh, challenges, through problems. It's a, it's an enormous gift that we have. You can't expect it free. 100%. 100%. So the Rav is encouraging people to put the difficulties, the hardships. Absolutely. The, put it to the side. And no, no, learn about it. Visit. You know, the, do it with the uh, do it with the good intentions and, and logic and you'll be fine. Wow, amazing. Is there chizuk that the rabbi could give for those that are unfortunately not able to make the move for whatever reason? Let's just say no, uh, the, 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 the of the support is to support the Jewish people, not to be quiet, not to accept the New York Times. Not to think that somehow all of this is going to blow away. It's a mental chizuk, mm. a mental strength. So, Ba'asher Hushan, wherever you are in the world, every single person could support Eretz Israel, could support the Jewish people. They can make a difference. Absolutely. And so, one of the things I encourage, whether it's with money, whether it's with the volunteering, with the Words with debate with writing your congressman. Ishtavus, make Every it, make Jew should write should write their congressman in support of Israel. If they got three hundred thousand letters, it would make them a, a big difference. You can't sit back, do something. This is something we say all the time in Chazak. We're very politically active. We encourage people all the time to get involved and to write letters and to do different things. 
And so happy to hear from Rabbi Barrow Wine directly the importance of making an effort. Rabbi, uh, we all know that uh, Torah is the biggest protection for Amisai, learning Torah. What chizuk, what inspiration can you give those that are in the Arba, uh, the, the four walls of the Bet Midrash, of the Kola that are sitting and learning for Amisai? And for those that are Balabatim, that are workers, that come at nights or come after shul and they and and they open up a sefer, uh, what encouragement could you give to them? Oh, that's certainly that's supporting the Jewish people. That's an, one of the elements of support of the Jewish people is that uh, that we have B'nai Torah that people are learning. That's our life. That's why we're here. That's the secret of our survival. The secret of our survival is Torah. So again, anything we can do to contribute to Torah, whether personally or learning or financially, etc., is all part of strengthening the Jewish people. 100% true. Rabbi, before the horrific attack on October 7th, Shemini Yetzirah and Simchat Torah, with what I understand, there was a very big divide in Eretz HaKodesh with regards to the secular and the from. Uh, with what I understand today, right now, because of what happened, there is much more uh, unity. Everyone's more together. Is that accurate? Is this what Rabbi sees? Uh, and how can we, if that's accurate with what I believe it is, so how do, could we continue it even in times of not having war? If it were up to me, I would abolish all political parties. Wow. Most of the most of the uh, divide is caused by the politicians, not by the people. And uh, I think that's true in the United States also. In the United States, Rabbi Wine, we only have two political parties. In right, but you, see, you see the mess that it is. Yes, there is. Yes, for and sure. So when you have uh, twelve political parties, it's a bigger mess. But I don't, I don't know how realistic. I'm saying I understand what the rabbi. But it's saying. not realistic. It's, I know it's not realistic. I'm just <laughs> pointing out the a situation. So but, with the situation that we're in, with the fact that there are all these different parties, uh, how can we parties and egos and personalities? It's all of that mixed together. Okay, so that's the human condition. We don't have prophets any longer. We don't have that type of leadership any longer, so we have to muddle through. That's all. So, what's the right? We should not. We should not believe all the 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 media. We should not believe what people tell us. Most of it is fake. Fake news, as they say over there. <laughs> I hear uh, Rabbi Wine. This might be a little bit of an interesting question, but being that I'm involved in many different segments of clients of the Jewish community. Primarily, we do Kirib over here at Chazak, but uh, we have different people from outside that are always saying how um, how uh, they they say that uh, Israel will have all these issues because it's a Jewish state or something along those lines, and they're saying that it's not supposed to be under Jewish, uh, you know, uh, authority and things along the line. What message could you give to such people that have such mindsets? I don't understand what you said. Why do they? What has Jewish got to do with it? They say they quote some sort of uh, Sfarim. I think uh, there are certain rabbis. Uh, that, that's a, even, even quoting Sfarim can be fake. 
meaning that the ideologies are are not uh, up to par. That's not it's not accurate. No, I don't think so at all. Hundred percent. I hear. I hear. I have a love of Torah and a love of people and a love of the Jewish people and a love of every Jew. That's that's the mitzvah. And especially in our time when we've gone through the past century, what what has happened to us? We haven't got time for all this nonsense. One hundred percent. Just love everyone. That's the best message that the rabbi could give to everyone. Get along with everyone. Get along. You don't have to. There are people that are hard to love. I agree, but I don't have to. to I don't have to hate them. I don't have to make such an issue out of it. The 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 vessel that that holds on to blessings is shalom, is shalom, peace. Always, always, it's the attempt to to uh, to have a correct understanding of peace. Okay, right. There could be difference of opinions, but we have to understand that there were twelve shvatim, there were twelve tribes, and there were different. Yeah, that's uh, right. There's, there's always going to be a difference of opinion. And the Gemara says that the, the Lord created us. With different appearances, so just as we don't look the same and we don't have the same DNA, we're not, we don't think the same. So what? Exactly. I, uh, I don't hate you because you have blue eyes. So why should I hate you because you have a different opinion? Powerful. So Rabbi Weinstein, we have a minute, a custom, a final message for our broad audience. Yes, go ahead. One final message we could get from the rabbi for our broader audience. Uh, last piece of chizuk inspiration, whether it's a story, an insight, a chiddush, and whatever it may be, to, to, be, a takeaway. Be strong. Be Remember the words of the prophet Yonah. I'm Jewish. He can throw me off the boat, but that's who I am. And that's what we are now. Powerful, powerful message by Rabbi Barrow Wine. Uh, amazing chizok inspiration. Yeah. We're forever grateful for the Rav, for all that you've done and all that you do for Kalei for Jewish people. Yes, and, that's uh, the message. That's the message. That's the message. Ivi Anuchi, we're Jewish. We have to be proud of our Judaism. And we have to support our, our our fellow Jewish brothers and sisters all over the world. And Rabbi Wine, we want to thank you on behalf of Chazak for all that you do and all that you've done for Klal Yisrael, the Sfarim, the books, the the the, the sheer and the lectures. We're forever grateful. Thank you, and you be well and be successful. Amen. Okay, that's another amazing episode of Chazak's Tuesday Night Torah Talks with special guests. We had Rabbi Barrow Wine all the way from Eretz Hakodesh about about uh, current events. We want to remind everyone at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Chazak Torah Talks with special guests, 8.30 p.m. Uh, Chazak.org slash live. Special thank you to all of our podcast players and uh, platforms that have the podcast. Special thanks to Torah anytime. Uh, daily giving a dollar a day goes a very far away. We appreciate their support as well. And uh, <clears throat> we want to remind everyone that we are in the midst of a massive Chazak uh, campaign. You know, without funding, there is no Torah. We can't do all these amazing programs. Aside from this Torah talk, which we have so much amazing feedback, we all know that Chazak arranges hundreds of shirim, hundreds upon hundreds of shirim every single year, uh, many different Rabbanim and speakers. 
But that's just the cherry on the top. We all know that the main mission is to help guide, inspire, and change the lives of the thousands upon thousands of Jewish kids that unfortunately don't get a Jewish education because we go to the public school systems. We have after-school programs for them. We have teens division programs for them. We, we have a, uh, a, a, a youth center, an amazing youth center, which is a major game changer. We just started this past year uh, that uh, that these kids come to, and there's food and prizes and incentives and amazing mores and rebame and big brother and big sisters and, and games. And uh, Baruch Hashem, we're seeing amazing payers, amazing fruits from all the hard work that we have uh, that going on. And then we have a yeshiva placement division. That, you know, after-school programs are for kids that are in the public school system, but the main thing is to give them Jewish education by sending them to Yeshiva. And Baruch Hashem, to date, we've transferred well over 1,500 neshamot, just the last few years alone. Baruch Hashem, from public schools to Yeshivot. We need everyone to get involved. This is aside for the Bet Midrash and the Kolo and the new night call that we started and then the Chazak Connection, Shiduchim Division and the Food Pantry, the newsletters and many other things that we do. We want to do a lot more. We can't do it alone. No one could do everything. Everybody could do something. So we're asking everyone to please get involved. Send an email to info at chazak.org, info at chazak.org. Become an ambassador, a leader, a, a, a donor, a sponsor. Dedicate these programs and events. And uh, suggestions are always welcome. Please uh, send us an email. Send us, uh, reach out to us, 718-285-9132. 718-285-9132 or info at chazaq.org. Thank you very much once again to Rabbi Wine and the Sarotavot.